Welcome to the Anchored Voice. This is a podcast helping men to anchor life. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Tu. Welcome to the program. Hey everybody, welcome to another podcast. Now this is our first live podcast uh, for the Anchored Voice. So you are here live for the Anchored Voice. And I am so happy to welcome our special guest today. Um, he's my brother from a different mother. Definitely. And uh, this is Gary Graham. Uh, you see his picture, you see his resume on the other side of my screen here. Uh, he has a practice in mental health uh, and also consulting, training, workshops, lectures, seminars. Uh, mm -hmm. And he gives me a lot of great advice, everybody. I mean, you know, he's my go-to for advice on life. Right. On Thank you. To anchor life. So, uh, Gary, welcome to the program. Thanks, Phil. How you doing? I'm um, good, man. I'm good. With yeah. You. We're all trying to just survive this, this whole thing. <laughs> you know, that's absolutely uh, right. Yeah. You know, even me too. So, you know, daily, uh, you know, we kind of talked about this. You know, we want to keep it real. A couple of days ago, uh, you know, as a therapist and a counselor, you know, I got to keep myself together because people will uh, expect a lot from me too. So we're, we're really all in this together. Right. So, right. Unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the way, your niece uh, Leah says hi, Uncle Gary. She's watching on YouTube. Hey, hi, Leah. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Yeah, <laughs> we're here. Everybody is just, you know, we're all communicating through uh, Face, FaceTime, uh, Facebook, all kind of. I I just wonder sometimes what would it be like uh, if we did not have social media because a lot of people bash social media. So. Let's say, for instance, this whole issue is uh, went down in a uh, two thousand four. Yeah. Or uh, even when nine uh, eleven came, two thousand one. You know, you were kind of like on an island to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So people tend to bash social media, uh, Facebook Live or YouTube or all these platforms. But now, uh, over the last two weeks, you've seen an increase of uh, people going live. And um, I, I'll be transparent, even with me and you, you and I don't even FaceTime uh, that much. You know, our main communication is the telephone. Yeah. And we don't live in the same city anymore. Right. And, uh, you know, we're, we're eight or nine years apart and you're one of my uh, best friends. And we still try to keep in contact once or twice a week. But now uh, our intimacy now has to be with uh, FaceTime. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, uh, right now, I would love to give you a hug, but that's not going to go down. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, bro. And you know what happens the moment you sneeze, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, Rona, is that you? <laughs> you know, right. it's interesting. You know, people kept bashing social media, and I kept saying social media is a platform like everything else. Whether you right. read a newspaper, whether you read a physical book, whether you mm. do... Um, uh, a Bible on your phone or whether you do a Bible and just reading it, 
you know, mm. uh, social media is a platform. You can use the platform for the good or for the evil. Right. You know, now we're all forced to use it for the good. And, you know, and I believe right now the good is outweighing the evil. Has to. Um, you know, I, I just think that it's if you use it for positive, it will happen. A lot of things, I think, that the United States um, and its class and its economic system has been caught flat-footed. For instance, all the kids that are going online now through Zoom or through Microsoft Teams or Google, they've always had that capacity to do it. Now that they're forced to do it, yeah. they're, they're doing it. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so in my, in my case my whole caseload has flipped over to teletherapy where in uh, insurances I had to uh, write, get a specific device or a specific platform in order to uh, get some insurance claims in. Now uh, you see the governor has have, we have over 6,000 people who are mental health volunteers. Um, my caseload, everybody has shifted over except for one, you know, and I, if, you know, if I need to see her or him, uh, I have to, uh, to, go, to go through uh, special protocols for that. But the case of the matter is, it was always there. And now that we're using it. So uh, that's where it is. Absolutely. Now, with this uh, coronavirus uh, happening, I, I heard a report of somebody killing themselves because they had it. And I guess, you know, the pressure was just too high. When, mm. What is your perspective on way people are dealing with it today? So... Anybody that commits suicide, uh, I always say that you don't wake up saying, I'm going to kill myself today. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't happen that way. Mm -hmm. it, it, it takes a series of uh, days of depression. Um, it may be accelerated by an event. So if you have a depression now or you're having uh, problems with your mental health, uh, the stress of coronavirus is, or COVID-19 is only going to exacerbate that. So that's why uh, our great governor has opened up the line for um, mental health counselors that you will call them. So I, I'll be very uh, transparent. Um, you know, I have to wake up in the morning. I have to now wake up in the morning. And extend my devotion, you know. So we all been in that place, whether we've been in school, tough marriages or whatever, or you have a kid that's going through a hard time, you extend your devotion. So same thing here applies. Um, then I have a list of people that I call, that I know when I call that, look, I need to call you. I need to talk to you. Right. I need to chat. I try to normalize as much as you can. And... Um, I guess the third thing that I try to do is, um, I, and, and I'll share again with you is, you know, um, I was testing this out with my brother and I had another sweater on and he said, wow, it looked like, uh, that sweater is too big for you. So I know I've lost weight because I've been exercising a lot. So, um, the mayor has allowed us to go outside to stretch our feet. And we have to go out there, uh, especially yesterday was a real sunny day. Uh, you get a good day. If you get out early before everybody gets out there, you know, uh, you need to stretch your time. And then uh, and those kind of will like put it into effect. But the one thing I will say 
I'll probably jump ahead because I probably know one of the questions you're going to ask is there, stay off the news. The news you should take, I, and here's my suggestion, the reality, for those of us in New York or your state, because the governors has a handle on this, they really do, uh, tune in for the updates because they're going to give you the reality of it. And um, stay away from uh, when you go to CNN and everybody or MSNBC or Fox, all they have is a body count. And I'm not here to see any body counts. Get your information. So the day I got the information that I could go outside. And, you know, I jumped outside, you know, for about an hour or so, came back in, felt refreshed. And uh, right now it's working for me. I don't know what's going to happen next week, but that's the reality of it. Even talking to you now is uh, some type of uh, reality and normalcy. That's true. It's true. Mm -hmm. and, and we want to get that as, as much as possible. Um, and, and so we do want to stress, you know, getting outside, getting some fresh air, getting some yeah. uh, It's mm -hmm. not just about stay home and stay inside. It's just more stay in your parameters. Mm -hmm. um, yes, that's, now, that's, that's good. Yep. What about mm -hmm. the people that go grocery shopping? I mean, you know, you run... After a while, you run out of the good snacks and you're trying to stay quarantined as much as possible. But, you know, you got to get well, out there at some point. You know, you should try. Uh, well, grocery shopping. And this is something uh, my uh, Nilsa and I have uh, been doing, in fact, this year. So our lives have gotten really busy. Um, you know, the practice has taken off. Uh, the consulting has taken off. And um, kind of remind me so I could talk about that also. So my business has really taken off. And uh, so most of the times I work from home. But now I start moving around the country a lot. I have a lot of appointments. Our baby is in Huntsville. You know, my mom and dad is in Maryland. You uh, are going to be transparent. For those who I travel to Maryland once a month. And uh, Nilsa and I uh, alternate months where we travel to Huntsville. And uh, we have more uh, clients in uh, Orlando, uh, shameless plug. But what has happened is that we learn to shop online. So sometimes you spend an hour in the grocery store when you could go and uh, shop online and they'll do the shopping for you. So I'm the primary person since Nilsi uh, does the 12-hour shifts yes. that I would go to uh, stop and shop and just pick up the grocery. And we found out that Amazon delivers and there's coupons with that. Mm -hmm. And so um, now you're contributing to the economy by having people drop off the food. And the other day, uh, she and I, we have a stack of gloves. And some of the people who drive, they don't even have gloves. So, you know, that's their tip. You know, here's, your here's some gloves and they really um, appreciate it. Yeah. So you really don't have to go to the grocery store. Um, there's a grocery store down the, at our at, down the end of our block. Uh, we're more in the city. Some of my friends are are more suburbia, but they would go down to the block. There's a Jamaican place where they have all the Jamaican cuisines, breadfruit, you know, plantain, and we go there early, and they're letting five or six people at a time. So we uh, we get there early. So delivery is the key, and pickup is the key because it still keeps the economy moving. So I I'm not an economist, but Phil, I think that eventually. Uh, this is going to change um, our lifestyle that we don't have to go to the stores often that, that the service industry is going to um, accelerate, especially in the takeout 
right. at uh, specialty division. So, I mean, you have DoorDash, you have Instacart that will do that. Right. Uh, so, is it Amazon? Amazon, Amazon do it. Oh, right. Also, if you're looking for a job, maybe you're displaced from your job. It, if you want to take the risk to go out and shop for people, mm -hmm. um, it's probably the safer way of making an income during this time. Right. Um, Uber Eats, you know, you pick up, mm. you deliver, you know, you don't, you don't mm -hmm. have to have as much interaction with people, mm. uh, in doing that. So that might be an op opportunity for people that need to make some extra money during this time, mm -hmm. line up with some of those things, but yeah, utilize, mm -hmm. uh, online delivery. Well, I also will, uh, tell people to, uh, a little in the secret is that if you have a LinkedIn account, go to those recruiters. So, you know, I have a mean streak when it comes to recruiters because uh, when you're not looking for a job, they're nagging you. And uh, they have, just go to uh, LinkedIn and pull up all the recruiters because there's people that has lost their jobs and there's, they're looking for people who have their jobs. Yeah. So um, look for those recruitment managers. Right. Look for people's titles that says talent acquisition. Email them from now. Because what's going to happen with this economy is that we eventually going to get on our feet. I'm not a man of predictor. But so like, for instance, um, like you and I talk and uh, we give each other advice. One of the biggest advice I tell everybody is start planning for after July 4th and the back half of the year. So, um, so when this economy come back online, you won't be left flat footed, start sending, um, emails, start sending, um, I like sending hard copy, uh, resumes because, uh, people still get mail and one day they're going to say, and they're going to go through that. So, uh, it's almost like, uh, we prepare, we preparing for reverse famine. Mm. You know, we, you know, one thing I'm on my church board, I tell people that we need to prepare for, uh, jubilee you know so yeah. Yeah. yeah so for instance so when the angel of death came and we put blood on our doorpost mm -hmm. and we are here praying that god would uh, deliver us from covid what's going to happen when the church opens again are we going to keep the same habits over again there's some pastors that stepped up their game when it comes when it comes to online service what about your regular service right. this uh, you know because the seat god is going to give us a season to recraft ourselves, uh, you know, naming from our girl Paula, who, who does the recrafting, we recrafting ourselves, re-energizing ourselves. And the back half of this year, we're going to get an opportunity to serve him the way we're supposed to. Come on now. So uh, this is an opportunity, you know, like, I don't want to get too talky, but, you know, it's almost like when you pay your bills and you have that extra Monday. So the bank is not going to open and the check is going to clear because, you know, you have enough on Tuesday. Right. The check's going to clear for the next three months. <laughs> you know, you got a chance to get your stuff together. All the clutter in your bedroom, men, that you have, this is the time to get rid of the clutter. That's true. Uh, you know, all of the issues that you have with your wife, you know, right now you can talk about it. You don't, there's no more baseball. There's no more tournament, mm -hmm. you know. There's the, you know, gosh, there's not even any horse racing, you know? So this is an opportunity to recraft, redo and, uh, and, and re-energize yourself. So that's how I'm looking at it also.
I like that. And um, first, let me give a shout out to the people who are watching on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, really, on Periscope. My man, get out of here. Edward, what's up? Um, Dr. Pastor Gil Monroe's. And uh, thank you. Uh, LinkedIn Gil. is key. Good tool for utilizing career connections. Yes. Get your LinkedIn together. Uh, you may want to, you know, uh, what, what I found that I'm doing now is going through all of my social media, going through my LinkedIn, fixing up mm. language, fixing up all yes. things that are, are yes. going to make my, my brand look better yes. uh, in the future. Because, you know, before, it, it, here's the thing. We ran out of the house because uh, we didn't really have much time to study, to read, to pray, to mm -hmm. focus, to organize. And mm -hmm. in the Bible, in the Bible, what God had done was every time men would just ignore God and act mm -hmm. like his thoughts don't count, act like his law doesn't count, act mm -hmm. like his word doesn't count, he would find a way to shut things down for a while. When mm -hmm. Israel did not want to let the land rest, he said, mm -hmm. I'm going to make it rest and I'm going to send you a pagan king. I'm going to put mm. you under pagan leadership since you want to worship idols. I'll mm. give you as much idols as much as, as much as you can worship. And right. I'm going to give this land a rest because really God was speaking up for the uh, poor. Because the right. poor in the land were supposed to glean off the land that year. And mm -hmm. that's why he said every seven years, give the land a rest. Let those mm. who are less fortunate glean. Mm -hmm. uh, like my man, Andre McDonald is from Seoul. You know, yeah. uh, for the less fortunate ministry, that's what Jubilee was all about. And then uh, Jubilee was also about if you had debt, you know, or if you had a uh, person who owed you debt, that was that seventh year to clear up all the debt. It was like, hey, you got to mm -hmm. let it go after seven years. Just let it go, <laughs> let it ride. They ain't going to pay you back at, at, at year eight. So let Well, if nobody that. pay you back in seven years, they're not going to pay you back any time. pay you back this is anytime is soon. So but uh, yeah, I'm sorry. We look at. Go ahead. Yeah, even even for our, ourselves, you know, um, we get a chance to make it right to our debtors too. That's right. You know, um, and also don't let the banks take advantage of you. Don't let Con Edison or your light place uh, take advantage of you. So I suggested to somebody: if you're paying rent, talk to your landlord. And uh, don't let them tell you that they need it for their mortgage, because on the backside of that, the mortgage companies have suspended their payments. So, yes. And if you so, have a mortgage, please check with your mortgage, mortgage companies. Talk to them now. Any bills you have, any credit cards, mm -hmm. it's a good time to call them now. And ask Finance, them. you know, the, the interest rate is uh, now to zero. That's right. So. You uh, you can uh, do that uh, for our kids who are still in school. You know, you could take the time. You don't have to travel uh, back and forth. You know, uh, you know, we want our son to do his MCATs. And uh, there's a lot of criticism I I'll put out there. I have no problem. Uh, there's a lot of criticism went, went on it at my alma mater. Now, all my alma mater is about when did they letting them go or what have you. But, you know, Phil, when I saw the Ivy League stop their um, their tournament, basketball tournament, I, that was the secondary thing that got it serious. Yep. The first thing, and I, I, I meant to post it, 
on the 28th of February, there was a doctor, and I'll try to post it up on Boss Move, Soft Move, or send it to you. Uh, the 28th, uh, the, there's a doctor for the CDD, CDC, and she sat down with her family, and she says, uh, this disease that is coming is going to disrupt our lives. Now, the reality of every family, I don't know any family in the middle of the week sits, that sits down and uh, have breakfast. I don't know, because everybody's rushing out of the house. But she was believable. She was believable. And when she said that the 29th, I had, um, was in charge of church service for Sabbath school. And I told uh, the saints, I said, you know, as a public health person who has done epidemiology, I said, this is going to get serious. So let me just kind of put some things in perspective here. New York City is the biggest city in the country. So, uh, you know, we're prepared to handle things like this. We're in the best place in the country. And that's, you know, you see what's going on, Bill, Bill de Blasio and uh, Cuomo. And uh, so the numbers that you see here, don't let it scare you, even though it's reality, because we've done the most tests. At the end of the day, it's probably going to be California or Texas, which probably have more people. But we have more people in the city, 8 million people. And the reality, when you have five or 6,000 people that are infected, that's less than 1% of the population in New York City. Mm. So when you see them immobilizing Jacob Javits Center, that's the expectation. In public health, we always plan. Almost like how many snowstorms has you been? have you been? Yeah. And uh, they, they, they line up all of the trucks and what have you, right. you know, because they're preparing for the snowstorm. So when people go on the internet and be like, oh, we're going to be under martial law and yet they see the National Guard out or whatever. Yeah, it's necessary. You know, you got people licking poles and, and <laughs> stuff like that and sneezing on people right. yeah. or playing basketball like, like it's a vacation. You, you yeah. put these young teenagers running <laughs> to older folk in the, in the lines and, and yeah. coughing or sneezing on them or touching them and, and running mm -hmm. and acting like it's a joke. Like, like we're in the lifetime of you got the cooties, like the real yeah. life of yep. cooties. And, but mm -hmm. some kids are taking this as a joke. I mean, you're playing with people's lives here. Yep. Um, how do you feel about um, this is a podcast for men, but we're talking about just general issues. How do you feel mm. about some of the churches that have stayed open? Well, uh, that comes along with the leadership and uh, that's on them. Uh, I think the best thing in public health, the way I look at it is, uh, you know, you put your seatbelt on when you drive your car, mm -hmm. you know, years ago. Uh, when I was little, um, we didn't have any seatbelts. You know, we just drove. And then after the seatbelts, we have uh, the airbags, you know. Right. And, and even uh, there's a fatality rate with airbags. Right. But it's doing with the good. And here in New York City, we have Vision Zero that we have to adhere to driving a certain um, miles per hour. And the most important one that we've seen in our lifetime is the way how we have attacked a cigarette for preventable diseases. So the same thing applies here. Okay. Uh, we have to be smart. You know, there have been congregations and it's documented. And then, you know, the next time we talk and we evolve, you know, we will put it 
on there on the bottom that there have been congregations that have had service and people has come out with COVID-19 because they have went to the service. Now, how would you feel as a minister if you had service and a third of your congregation was infected because you decided to have service? That's irresponsible. Yeah. You know? So, um, uh, that's a no, no. Um, that minister may not be arrested or may not have charges put against him, but I could guarantee you this, that he will lose the faith of his congregation. And I think that goes further in uh, a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. You, you've got to look out for people who can't look out for themselves. Well, is that not why you in that business? That's right. <laughs> first, first of all, you've got right. to look out. And, and this is a time where we have taken church into another level. Church hasn't closed down. We've just mm-hmm. left the building. Right. Church has just left the building. And, you know, I've been doing this uh, online for a long time. Even when I'm at church. I'm I, I, I know that. And, and, you know, I'm pers- I'm a person that follows um, online services across the country. So, you know, I know you put your online service at uh, right on the dot and within that five minute period. And, you know, on uh, Saturdays, I jump around the country. And uh, you're one of the leaders that jump around the country. So this transition is not hard for you. No. You know, I've uh, had you know. to learn a lot. I've had to learn a lot of new platforms. And, uh, you know, you go through your technical learning experiences. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you learn. And, and if you keep working at it, I mean, it's a full-time job. It's not like I'm just sitting around the house doing nothing. But, um, you know, it's a full-time job. Well, really- people think that. Yeah. So, so for, yeah, people think that like, for instance, uh, at our church, we are starting a, um, men's ministry prayer line on Thursday nights. So again, in the sake of transparency, um, you know, we did that whole free conference call or whatever, and then you call in, it's busy or what have you. But before we launch, we have, we on our fourth test today because we don't want, let's say I say, okay, Phil, or anybody who's listening on this podcast, and say, come on, I want you to come on this um yeah. uh, on this prayer line and you come in and you call every Thursday and you can't get in. You got to make sure it's clean right. and consistent before it gets in. Nobody sees the work. Right. I mean, look look how long you and I have been planning this together. That's right. And, uh, I, and everybody see what I'm wearing right now. And Phil will tell you, I've, I must have changed like four times. <laughs> so, so we can look some type of, uh, uh, you know, professional or, That's you know, look like I'm talking at from CNN or a- NBC from my house. So, <laughs> well, but yeah, I, you get it. <laughs> let me, let get me it. jump to this. First of all, let me just, uh, take a, a, a sponsor break. This is brought to you by the anchored voice. What? You got sponsored? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Helping men to anchor life. Now the real mm. sponsor of this program here. Is mm. boss boss moves or soft moves? Oh, you're trying to be funny now. Boss yeah. moves or soft moves. So let's talk about a boss move for a man right now. Um, number man number right one. Now. What are boss moves for men in the house right now? Clean your house, man. <laughs> Wash your dishes. Uh, you know, take care of your family and take care of yourself. You know, the, the little things. Men who pay their bills are boss. Men who listen to their wives are boss. 
So uh, I've learned to listen after uh, 19 years. And listen to your children. Uh, so especially your young children, listen to their dreams. Um, you'll be surprised what your children are um, talking about and what they're listening to. Um, how they come to you for advice. Um, and, uh, you know, take care of yourself, take care of yourself. So, uh, number one, I, I, I'm, I'm all about in this season to about organizing mm -hmm. and keeping in tune with your family. Your family watches you more than you think. Let's, let's you talk know? about organizing. Uh, you have a way of organizing your day in the beginning. Uh, yeah. talk about that. Talk about that boss move of organizing. Uh, that my, my, my devotion is uh, very important to me. Mm -hmm. So my uh, mother gets up early in the morning to uh, pray and uh, she has this prayer list. But uh, I've, I've used my early mornings to be uh, transparent and uh, talk about my, um, my hurt and my wants and my needs. Uh, especially over the last three weeks, I've been uh, very intentional and pragmatic about my fears to God. Yeah. And all it has done is, is empowered me. Yeah. And, and uh, I think I'm going to continue to do that. So, you know, I'm, I'm Gary at 50 and not Gary at uh, 25. You, you, and you know me all my life. You know, I'm not a Gary, the promoter, the single person that I was. I'm Gary, your father, and taking care of mother-in-law, and you know, kind of like the the head of my family. And uh, some days I wake up and I'm like, how did I get here? Yeah. And in order to maintain that, I, I, I'm going to need my um, my fortification from God. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Absolutely. So this has it has it's come to that. Thing you um you got me doing so. I got this notepad. Now, this one I got from uh, my aunt who works at DC Water. Mm -hmm. um, but you you do things on the pad before you start your day. Talk about man. <laughs> See now you let no you letting go of my secret. So uh, I have a, a I have a to do list that I do every day, and uh, I write down everything I do before I do it. So it is true. I I, I carry a to do list. And um, I learned even if I don't finish the to-do list doesn't mean that you haven't accomplished anything for, uh, for the day. Yeah. So uh, down to the amount of uh, water that I drink, um, the bills that I pay, um, the priority people that I call, um, and then I have a list of the clients that I see. Yeah. And, um, and one thing I try to do um, as a man I don't know women uh, gets the uh, gets this as much, man. I try to return my calls. <laughs> Everybody that calls, I try to return my call, yeah. and there's no reason not to do that. And I, and if they text me, I try to text them back and let them know that I'm not available or what have you. In fact, I'll share with everybody in my business um, that is one of the reasons that I become very successful. I, I cannot express if you have your own business call back people and pick up the phone. You don't know. And they all will tell me, they will go to psychology today and they say, oh, you pick up. When I call, nobody ever calls back. Bruh, that's money. That's how you eat. 
Now, if you, if that person, if, if that if that business introductory part is not good for you, that's one thing. But the other thing is you got to pick up the phone and return calls. You know, not only the phone. If you are on social media and you tweet um, and you you know send Instagram posts, pay attention to those who are re retweeting or mm. mentioning you because they might be replying to your tweet. Right. Uh, now, some you've got to ignore because they, they have nothing to say. Heck, yeah. But I'm not even going to get props, into that. Right. You know, try to reply and say thank you mm. and and things like that. You know, uh, but calling back is is critical, even for a pastor. And for me, I've, I found I've had to just check up on members one by one each day and just see how everybody's doing. My pastor, uh, uh, Lawrence Brown, is our pastor now at Ephesus, Seventh-day Adventist Church in Harlem. And he will call you back or he'll text you, I can't talk to you now. Right. And same thing for uh, Corey Marshall. Yeah. Uh, those two guys, uh, you know, that is um, critical. Yeah. But, you know, Love going back to social media, um, when you have your platforms, there's people who are there, they have a whole lot of opinions. You know, um, even on Boss Move, Soft Move platform, you think you put out something as easy as uh, I, I, I'll, you know, like I put up something the other day um, and I'll just say this Boss Move, Soft Move is a personal blog. You know, that's my feelings and that's my community. You know, I don't share that community with anybody else. So if I say, you know, who's the who's your favorite Bond character? Right. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know. And it's unexpected, and you and you see like your best friends like, man, how could you like Roger Moore? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I couldn't stand Roger Moore. You know, mine was Sean Connery, and I fell in love with Roger. Um, who's the, the, the new guy? Daniel Craig. I, I, I fell like in Daniel love Craig. with. I actually right. Like Daniel Craig. Right, and so I'm going about to put up something, and I was into the music, so you know, I'm going to say what's the best Bond music or whatever. Yeah. But then you know, people come on there and just try to say something out of left field and you know instead of responding to them because i rarely respond to people on boss move soft move i just give it a like or i just keep it moving because i'm not there to i'm not there to fight yeah. you know if, if you know to fight you know i say that for the debate stage that's what I, that's not what i do i'm not good at that uh big shout out to my boy ebenese uh chuck we we all oh. know chuck Li, now this is going. Oh, to be, Chuck! Oh, yeah, Chuck! This What's is going up, to be dog? on my audio uh, version of the uh, podcast, but I'm still giving a shout out. Uh, Yo, let me just say something about Chuck, real good, and uh, <laughs> uh, let, let me just say this: uh, when I was looking for work or extra work, Chuck looked out. Mm -hmm. So, but people think that because you're looking for a job, you have to get the job. Yeah. But you find out what people's character is by helping because every job does not connect, but every job connects to the next job. So Chuck looked out, said, Gary, you can look into this. Here's a lead because one lead turns into another. Everything is not going to get you the job. But, you know, uh, I want to give about a, a year and a half ago, Chuck looked out and I looked into his company, even though I wasn't working there. It still brought me to my journey. You know, some people take the five train and some people take the the the, the, the two train yeah. so um but we all end up at the same destination so big shout out to my boy chuck in long island yeah, no he, he's a he's a strong supporter man he, he came to one of my first uh performances when i was trying to get in the rap industry back in the day he was right there 
and uh, and then he took over and came out with his own rap music. So yeah, he, he's got his own line. Check out Ebony as well. You know, Phil, I'm gonna say this because uh, I can do this to you. We uh, put up a tribute for actually our girl Jolie. Yeah, put up a tribute. It was even it was a better post than my post at uh, Boss Moose Off over Malik. Yes. And then uh, Jolie puts up something, who she really puts something up. She had a great picture of Malik. Yes. Um, that's, I think that's one of his best pictures. Yeah. And uh, uh, the stories oh, that came off of that is, uh, so I'm going to say this on this forum. Everything that everybody said on there, I can believe it, because that, that's who Malik was. Yeah. And it, it was true. So um, I, I wanted to, a uh, big shout out to... Uh, you know, those guys who uh, put a lot in our lives uh, growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we we miss. Again, men, you know, find some young man you can mentor. Mm -hmm. Find somebody you can pour into. Um, Malik, uh, Fife, Fife Dog. Uh, when I was in seventh grade, you know, he mm. used to come by to school all the time, play ball with us. Mm. Uh, you know, baseball, basketball, sit down, give mm. us advice. So before he was rap artist, he was Malik, and right. before and after, before mm. after. and mm. you know, even when he came out, all the albums made all the hits. He'd still talk to me like, "Hey, down to earth." You know, I don't know if you want to really get in this industry. This industry is this and that. Mm. So, you know, he still poured into me, um, mm. and you know, just just find somebody you can pour into and 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 really counsel. Now, before we leave, I'm just. I have your uh, information on our screen. So Gary Graham is available as a counselor, uh, consulting, training, workshops, lectures. You mm -hmm. have his number right here on the screen, 718-514-0959, uh, or yep. GaryAgram at AOL.com. So I want mm -hmm. you to check, out it, um, check him out, give him a call. And uh, this is the time to start thinking about your business that you're going to start and um, get that going and that's your true boss move so we want to thank gary graham for mm -hmm. uh this special podcast this is a special live podcast of thank you Anchored voice helping men to anchor life and this is how we're anchoring life through this storm and through uh through all of this you want to say anything before we close yeah i want to tell everybody that uh first of all uh, the government is putting out a stimulus package, um, especially if you have your own personal businesses. A, I'm, I, I just do with these four things. One, make sure you follow up and uh, go get your money from the government. Uh, they they're giving a stimulus package. Don't think your business is too small or too big. Uh, go to your uh, 311 or go to your local SBA loan because the backbone of this country is um, is uh, small business. Here in New York City, outside of the government, um, the, the second biggest industry is the restaurant business. So that's, a, um, that's the second thing. Uh, you know, don't be discouraged, brethren. Um, make sure you do the right thing. Follow your public health um, people. Stay inside. It's okay. Take this advantage to uh, recalibrate yourself. Um, third, uh, I just want to let everybody know life is precious. 
take this opportunity to uh, say to the people that you love that you love them or show love uh, what is happening. And last but not least, um, support your boy. Support Phil. Um, and you can hit me up on Boss Move, Soft Move. And you can call me anytime. I will return your call. And it's okay to talk to me. And so let me just say this. I can't tell your business because if I tell your business, I lose my job. And um, I like the life that I'm living now. So I have to keep everything confidential. And that's the biggest thing a lot of people don't think. Yeah. And, I, you know, and I'm just going to put a shameless plug in for myself and Phil. Phil will have me back because he has no, uh, what's the word I say? He has no choice. That is my brother from another mother. And I want to express how much I love Phil because uh, our relationship is a good, strange relationship. So I'll say this and I'll be personal with you. I don't, I don't care if he gets mad at me. I'm the older brother of Pat and Paul Graham, right? But my youngest brother is Phil Wesley. And Pat and Paul is in between us. So, you know, we all kind of act like a family or whatever. So uh, Phil's my boy, man, from day one. So I want you guys to support him. And he's the real deal. And I'm very proud of uh, what he's doing. So I, I, I don't get up on, um, uh, on, on live videos. Because as you see, I don't do live videos. So for you to get me up here, uh, it's, it, it's a pleasure and always a good thing. Man, I appreciate it. You always have great advice. Always mm. great conversation. We can yep. go on for a very long time. That's true. That's Listen, true. That's true. If you All right. uh, enjoy this podcast, uh, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, McGuire uh, ENTV. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You can also see or hear the podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play. So if you have any of those, you can check us out and uh, rate and share. Our, our program for men uh, that can use a lot of the advice that we're going to put out. Uh, the current one I have out before this one is called The Angry Man. Five reasons. I talk about five reasons men get angry. And um, yes, Gary and I will be back. We'll talk about anxieties. We'll talk mm -hmm. about different mental health uh, exercises that we can do to anchor life. So thank you, everybody, for joining in. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Too. And this is Gary Graham, Boss Moves, Soft Moves, and this is The Anchored Voice, helping men to anchor life. Thank you for listening to The Anchored Voice. For the video edition of this, subscribe to our YouTube channel, McGuire ENTV. For audio, listen on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. Until next time, stay anchored.